Hello listeners, it is about the time of the year that many of us are starting to think again about what we're going to change, what we're going to do better, right? We make resolutions, set goals, make plans, etc. Um, whatever we label it, it often seems like we lose track of it. So as we continue on this podcast this week, this new year, this new beginning, let us join Amelia as she defines ways that she has been able to keep her goals in front of her and ways that she has been able to serve. We call it microservice. So welcome to the Do you have a sister friend who you can talk to about your imperfections, vulnerabilities, uncensored truths, journeys, and victories? Welcome to The Lounge. Our experiences coupled with scriptural truths continues to mold us and shift our paradigms. The vision is to help us all lead the best lives God proposed for each individual. We hope our stories, our conversations, and that of others allows you to view life from another lens, regardless of your season. Come Come on in, in, sisters. Let's talk. I think I've mentioned this so many times, um, and maybe listeners will probably start making the dots connected somehow of this woman that I know that I don't know how she uses her time (laughs) to meet all these people's needs and um, at the same time have so much time to spend with her family. I love those kids because I feel like they're the luckiest kids or blessed kids ever in the whole universe because they have such a mama that will go over and beyond to make sure they get what they need and more but she still finds time to serve people around her my question is i think i've asked you this maybe indirectly or directly because i'm a mama to two and sometimes i don't know if i ever Mm -hmm. give them anything that they need How do you do it? Because some of us want to serve. Some of us want to help others. And we will not do it the same way you do it, definitely. Mm-hmm. But how do you get to, to be mom, be sister, be friend, be um, have time for yourself, serve, and still find yourself? Because I'm guessing that part of you is fulfilled. That's why you keep doing it. Correct. How do you find the time or how do you make the time to do it? I'm in Emily's head already. I can answer that question for you. Go ahead, Emily. I just do, right? And I drag them with me. I just do it because um, as they get older, I explain to them why I do what I do. So the older one, I see that she's already getting to the point where she understands Mm-hmm. And she's volunteering and helping as well, because then it also gives them an opportunity to find their niche sooner in life than later. Mm-hmm. 
So I have two girls, a 14 year old and an eight year old. The eight year old, I call the Liberian child because <laughs> she has Liberian ways. The 14 year old she is, is the Sierra Leonean <laughs> because she's your God baby. That's, That's right. why you're going to say right. that. Yep. But yep. the 14 year old is the Sierra Leonean, I say, because she is well mannered for the most part. Sometimes Whatever. she gets off track hey, you're a little. Starting. Hey, you're starting. I'm starting. I, it's, you're starting. On, it's on. Oh, it is on. Whatever. She gets she gets off track a little bit and then you have to jack her a little bit, which is the reason why she's grounded for the next couple of weeks. But hey, again, so part of how am I able to do that? So I explain to my kids why I do what I do as they get older in small chunks so they can understand and appreciate things. Yeah. So I think the part where I had to make it to explain to them a lot more was when my mom passed um mm-hmm. my biological mom passed away in february of 2019 mm-hmm. and before she passed she was sick so i had to go by leaving them in the middle of their school year mm-hmm. leaving them with my husband and i think i'm able to do what i do because my husband god bless his heart he's him and i are complete opposite like he tells me I talk to everyone and anyone. I can even <laughs> talk to stone. And I'm, like, literally, I can start a conversation about anything and everything. By the time I'm done, I know your cat, maybe your goldfish, and what you ate for dinner. I don't know. It's just a gift, right? I can, And if you don't want to talk, I also respect that. Because not everyone can hold a conversation That's like right. us. And, and so... One, uh, um, and so the only way I can say how I'm able to do it is because some of these experiences I drag my kids with so they know the importance of giving back. Mm-hmm. They have to understand that they are fortunate to have what they have and why they're in the position that they're in. Mm-hmm. I have a freezer full of food because if you know me, you know I don't cook. Mm-hmm. But... I have all these aunties and grandmas that can just call me from a little bowl. Now, part of it is because when I buy, so I'll give you an, a little insight as well, right? <laughs> so I will buy the oils and the fish and the plasas, the greens. I don't cook them. I take them to the grandmas and say, cook so we can eat. Now, I know <laughs> they can afford these things. I know they can, they can definitely do their own grocery shopping. But there is a, a, a sense of, um, uh, we show love with food. And so because some of us have the goat beard that would burn if you go into the kitchen, <laughs> i.e. we don't like to cook, we rather share our love for food with people the other way around. And then I get that in the form of a blessing and they all know what my girl's favorite food is. But again, that's because I take the time to know people and I also take my kids along. They get confused a lot because everyone is an auntie, an uncle, a grandma, a grandpa. Right. That they don't yeah. even know who the, the real family is unless I take the time to now break it down and connect yep. the dot. Mm-hmm. But I think that's part of it with being able to do what I do but I also make sure that when I'm in an activity with them so they are involved in a lot of activities as kids because I'm also doing it in a way where I give them every single opportunity that is afforded to them in these United Mm -hmm. States I ensure that whatever it is they are destined for in this world 
I'm doing my part to make sure that they get to that full potential. Yes, I would want them to be lawyers and doctors, but I tell them, if you're going to be a nail tech, I'm just asking you to be the best darn the nail best. tech that's out there. That's right. All I'm doing at this point is providing the support. And so when they are in activities, I also take the time to let those other people know who I am. So they know that even though I'm different, I am not whatever stereotype that they may have, which they cannot transfer to my kids. So I make myself visible with my accent, my hair, long shirt, whatever I have on the head, my I don't care, I make myself visible. Because until we are able to put ourselves at those tables, at those environments, we will continue to fight that struggle where people would judge us. And I tell my kids, they don't judge because Generally speaking, they don't judge because they hate you. It's just mm -hmm. a stereotype that they may have. So and you have it's to, different. to them, exactly. it's different. Exactly. And so because of that, you have to make sure that people get to know you. I'm not saying you have to give them your whole long story of who you are, but yeah. just a little bit to know who you are and what you're about. Mm -hmm. So that's how I'm able to do it. Um, I build networks as I go along. I just you know, find people that um, there's a lineage, there's a bridge where I can be of service, I can learn from, I can grow from. Even when they were doing their dance, I got myself into dance, tap and ballet. That's African right. doing tap I'm and ballet. I'm still waiting to go to that show. But um. look at God, look at God. <laughs> Let me sidetrack for a minute. I signed myself up for the adult tap and ballet and jazz class. Never put on a tap shoes or a ballet <laughs> And then look at what happened. COVID. Yeah, I know. Shut everything down. Enemies were ready to go make fun of me at the recital, <laughs> and then God shut the whole world down. So there was COVID no mess things up. Oh. We could have made money on TikTok. You yeah. know, I yeah, I was ready to be way part of me being in the community, not yeah. necessarily my African roots, but I live in Brooklyn Park. My kids are in school, so I have to make sure that I am engaged and connected so I can be a voice for people that may not necessarily be okay with speaking up. That, At the school that, too, I was almost about to jump on the board. I know, I, I had daughter begged, please don't. You're yeah, the, she begged and, then, and pleaded, yeah. she <laughs> begged. But I'm in a committee, I told her, I'm like, I may not be on the board right now, but I'm in a committee because I love to make sure that there is diversity and inclusion and equity. So that's another piece of why I do it. We yeah. live in Minnesota where the percentage of African born is lower. And um, a lot of times we may be crossed over if we don't have people speaking on our behalf. That's and true. so I drag my kids to all of that. And when I'm doing any type of activity, if I think it's worth them learning from or tagging along, I bring them. So it's another opportunity. Yesterday, we didn't go anywhere. That was a shock to their system. <laughs> <laughs> Did they ask you, like, what happened today? Like, they're like, wrong? we're not going anywhere today. I said, no, nowhere, nowhere. <laughs> We're home in our PJs all day. <laughs> but yeah, you is, know what? That is unusual. Yeah. Um, Amelia, I mean, there's so so many good points you brought up. One of uh, them, again, train up a child. 
-hmm. when they grow they won't depart from it Mm -hmm. but the other thing is we were talking about and I think it's so important for me that's one of the 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 uh, most important things today is we stereotype we uh, everyone stereotypes Mm -hmm. um stereotype via race stereotype via culture but even with christianity we stereotype and think that it's one way it's you you know it has to be done one way if if you read the bible from genesis to revelation god did it in so many different ways and i i like what you said because first of all i think you you are paul because (laughs) he didn't do things the he didn't do he didn't go by the the book (laughs) definitely didn't go by the book and Mm. there's so many ways you can influence people but the other thing um that you mentioned and we see it if you if you've listened to the other uh episodes you for me there's a trend all these community people, people who've been serving or doing something, even all the way to um, Sami, mm-hmm. um, the service comes from within. Yeah. It's, yes. it's coming from within. Mm-hmm. Some people, you know, everyone is born with certain abilities. Some people were born with it and some people it's groomed in them to the point it becomes a part of them. But she, Amelia, is just showing that there's so many different personalities, so many different things you can do, but right. you can serve and you can just be a part of the community. Right. Like she just said, I didn't know from where it started. We had David talking about when he was, because he had to think about it. It's like when I was little, my mom would take me to all these things. Mm-hmm. She didn't know, but she was intentional about it. Yeah. You have to be intentional about it. And you also have to think beyond yourself. Right. Beyond yourself that for me, what did you say last week? That um someone else is waiting yep, for you on the to, other side of your obedience. Yes. There you go. That's exact in, in, in one sentence, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like you talking about this um communities that you're getting yourself involved in um do you have organizations that um you will say you you are um involved in right well i know there might be a few a whole lot (laughs) um but is there one that comes to mind right now that you will say this is so close to my heart because of so like um in i think i gave you guys that as part of my bio mm-hmm. i'm involved in a lot of community stuff yeah man i can't keep up honestly you know when you i post all the, I, I i'm like what that again what right so but part of it is i may not necessarily be as engaged Mm. at in some of them as just sharing opportunities for people mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so um like yesterday i was on a zoom with haku they are a nonprofit that does work in sierra leone regard um in with regards to breast cancer and sickle cell anemia and i and i know you guys talk to my lovely friend tony that's my sister friend yep. I, that's my yep. girl 
Yes. <laughs> so um, I joined their Zoom because I wanted to learn more. And again, I'm already, I feel like that is not my expertise. But mm -hmm. while I'm on the call, I'm learning enough to say, oh, I've got these friend and that friend and, and definitely reached out to them. So that's, um, those are some of the ways I'm engaged in organizations with literally saying, let me hear what you're about. I may not be that one to serve you because when I go into service, I go okay. into service mode. Okay. I okay. serve wholeheartedly. And if I get to the point where I know I'm not doing it to my full potential. Okay. I step down nicely and say, I'll support in special things. So as far as communities, I'll just give all of them. And then um, I, it's almost like saying, pick your favorite child. Mm -hmm. So formally, I'm part of One Village Partners, OVP. They are a nonprofit in Minnesota doing work in rural Sierra Leone, kind of like in the southern and eastern part of Sierra Leone basically the Mende line. Mm -hmm. What they're doing is empowering women and, all, um, and the communities in being able to do self-sustaining things. Now mm -hmm. we know that's challenging because in order to be successful, there are other factors that have to be in place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, um, I know it's hard, but to some extent, we are impacting lives, yeah. right? Yeah. We're providing jobs for people. We're educating them in opportunities. Um, there's a nurturing opportunities for women, which is giving them financial literacy, even though they may not have formal education. Yeah. They do certain programs within the communities that they, that, and I say they, because now I'm speaking as an outsider, but we do um, work in about 30 villages in Sierra Leone. Nice. So I'm on the board for that. And I, I've had various roles, but I've been in the development committee. I've been in like planning and all a lot of other roles. But what I do now is ensuring that the board and committees have Sierra Union born members within that. Because yeah. when I joined, I was the only Sierra Union born on the board which makes no sense to me because I'm looking like, how are we making a decision <laughs> yeah. for a country right. where we don't have Sierra Leonean people? Now we do need the funding, but we also need to have that authentic voice. And so yeah. I've been able to bring a lot more people on board um, to make sure that we stay true to our objective. Yeah. I'm also a part of Rotary. I'm a Rotarian. I just joined a few months ago during COVID. I had been going to their meetings here and there because I was first kind of formally introduced to Rotary when I went to Sierra Leone in 2017 and they had a fund um, activity. And I kind of just looked them up and it really just speaks to me um, mm -hmm. with the service. Service and um, in some ways it's an opportunity to do it in the global setting. And so I've been doing that lightly because I'm also phasing out of my board role in OVP. So I have to step down in about six months or so. So it's also now that I'm I like I don't have enough to do, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm phasing out of OVP, but then I'm kind of ramping up my, my service in, um, in Rotary. Again, there's no diversity there. But what I love about um, Rotary is they're worldwide. And so when they're doing functions, so Rotary Minnesota, if they're, for example, doing work in Sierra Leone, they make sure that Rotary Sierra Leone supervises that job. So when they say my $1 is to be done for X, it is executed as expected. And I love that because we 
being a part of nonprofits, it doesn't make sense a lot of times. And it can be frustrating because the money that's collected sometimes, if it's used for the intended purpose almost 90% of the time, yeah. then we kind of should be working ourselves out of work, right? Yeah. But yeah. that's not the case. And so I find these organizations that I'm able to kind of impact in a little way and at least find value in what I do and my energy in those things. And then obviously in the Sierra Leonean community in Minnesota, again, I was the secretary of that, but I stepped down because, you know, for a lot of reasons, but by stepping down does not also eliminate me working. And so I picked projects where I'm able to say, for example, the bike, free bikes for kids. There's an organization that gives bikes to kids in the community. All we have to do is apply for it, get the kids, they pick it up and they're active and you providing bikes for our kids. So, and also the backpack drive where we, Fumi has helped with one of those projects as well, where we provide backpack for school kids from elementary to high school, where it'll be full with basic school supplies. Again, we're not saying that parents cannot afford it, but it's our way to give it back to the community to say, we see you, we appreciate you, you may need back, backpack, um, um, backpack supplies. And if your kid does not need it, maybe give it to somebody else, because there's right. obviously someone yeah. you're connected to that may need that. And so when we give those backpacks, I, in my little mind, I'm not looking at saying, I'm giving the backpack to Denise for Denise to use. If Denise yeah. needs it, great, Denise can use it. If Denise does not need it, Denise can then give it to another kid that she knows needs yep. it. So you're, again, paying it forward in your own little way. Okay. Um, and then there's also the West African community. And um, like I mentioned in my intro, I love my grannies. Um, I love going doing whatever it is for them. Um, I've done interpretation work for some of them. And um, during COVID, yeah, I'm crazy. So I'll call them and say, hey, I'm going to the store. Do you need anything? I'll go to the store and get the stuff. Part of the reason why I was doing that is not necessarily to buy the product, but to actually look at them to make sure that they make look sure. healthy. Right, exactly. And if they're not, then I called my nurses and say, hey, can you go check on this auntie because she don't look good? Or can you make sure um, they have this, that, and the fourth? Or at least be able to talk to them in our dialects because a lot of them came here at a later age. And so yeah. they have not been able to assimilate in the system like we have. Um, and so that's how I'm able to help the Nurses Association, Sierra Leone Nurses Association, Sometimes I give them rights to these events. Um, I, 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 I do everything. If I'm not able to translate, I find someone that can do the translations for them. So a lot of times I'm a bonus child or I bring a brother over and say, hey, you go help this grandma over here because I can't take her to this appointment. So I have, the, um, I have been able to create that network of people where sometimes I don't have to do all the work. And it's not just in the Sierra Leonean community. I, I have Liberians, yeah, Ghanaians. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow I'm going to an appointment with someone, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I honestly, I cannot, I don't, I don't know. And like I said, I think it's um, almost like my hobby. Not I think, it is my hobby. Um, if I were to pick 
a life that would be my heaven, right? And I was thinking about it. When I went on my volunteer trip to Sierra Leone in 2017, now mind you, I am from Sierra Leone. I'm a Sierra Leonean born. My, my, lit, my toddler or little age years were in, in Southern Sierra Leone in the Pujon area. But I was in this village called Majo and it was deep, dark, pitch black night. I had no technology, no lights, no nothing, just the moon shining through right? After a day of just going around meeting people and, you know, the kids were confused because I'm with the Pumwis, which is the white people, but I'm not white. I'm speaking Creole, even though I don't speak many. And they're getting confused as to what the heck I'm doing there. (laughs) But I love it, right? Because I love being with people. So (laughs) I can sit from with people in high places to the floor and eating dirt or whatever, right? Um, And I enjoyed that because now I'm sharing a part of me with people that may have not necessarily had an opportunity to meet someone like me, right? So um, uh, when I do those things, then I get to the point where um, one, there's a sense of, um, um, it's guilt, like survivor's guilt, right? Because we, we have been fortunate to leave the country when we did. We've been fortunate to be born in a path that does not leave us to walking around naked and barely um, being able to afford anything. Mm-hmm. And for me, I also say, but for the grace of God. But that doesn't mean I'm just going to say, Lord, I thank you. I've got food. Mm-hmm. Provide for those that don't. Well, how is God providing for those that don't? It's not going to send it down. Manna, the manna is going to come yeah, down. But manna does not exist anymore. So oh, if you're in a position, <laughs> if you're in a position to give, if mm-hmm. you're in a position to share, share. Yep. Yep. And, and, and again, if you cannot, when you have plenty, don't waste it. Yeah. Right. Yep. I tell my kids mm-hmm. that all the time because when they're praying, oh, God, provide for those that cannot, that don't have food girlfriend you have food in that fridge and sometimes because new food comes because your dad is a great cook you skip the old one you go for the new one and then a few days the day before trash day we're throwing away food you're not doing your part to help because you're praying for those that don't but you have it and you're wasting it so Mm -hmm. for me there's that sense of just being able to be um very um, conscious, cognizant of the opportunities that have been afforded to me mm-hmm. and not take it for granted. Yeah. And by that, whenever there is an opportunity to be better and mm-hmm. do better, mm-hmm. you have to. You cannot say, oh, somebody else will. And the examples that I give is to say, you don't necessarily have to be part of a formal organization. Mm -hmm. You know those grandmas, you know those grandpas, you know, sometimes it's just a simple phone call, giving them five minutes of your time to tell you whatever junk is in their head. Yeah. Um, and, And that's all there is to it. And so we have to be able to share ourselves no matter how small to the people that we come in contact with Mm -hmm. and what does that really mean people you come in contact with 
And how do you show Christ? How do you show the love of God through those people? And if I cannot help you, let me not intentionally harm you, which goes back to the Good Samaritan. If those two fools had kicked him out of the way, he would not have seen the, 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 the yeah. sick man. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it's not the physical movement of people, mm-hmm. it's what we say about people to others. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we have to be careful because some of us are influenced by what other people say, and that's bad. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. all of us are mature enough to just say, when someone speaks ill of others, it's just the way they feel. Exactly. I can go and get my experience from that person. Mm. Exactly. Mm. So. Right. Big point, Big point there. Big right. Point there. So that's, that's it. So my, I don't have one favorite organization. I am part of plenty. I'm on formal and informal Mm -hmm. and I still remember there was one Estella Dory and I did and to Mm -hmm. this day I think that one was definitely one of my prized um, work Mm -hmm. it was it was Paige it's Pan-African Girls Empowerment Institute what we were doing was we had a group of teenagers youngins and it's something that Mimi does now with the Sierra Leone community um, youths What we were doing was literally grabbing just a few young girls. One, we came to America, like Estella and I came, she came and finished high school here. I came when I was in college. And the fact that we came and went to college and were able to graduate and become young adult women in the community, we had to help those kids that are either American born first generation or ones that came when they were young, because Uh not all parents are able to um, manage their kids school activities here Uh for lack of education or fear right Uh and Uh so we were able to be this big sister to these young ladies and I think the they've not I think they've all graduated high school today and a lot of them went to college and have graduated college I love that because we also took our African experience along with the experiences of being in America to not only help the kids but also the parents because we were able to help those parents who did not know how to help their kids or provide the support that those kids need and so when Mimi is doing that with our youth in the Sierra Union community, I put my daughter in there because she also needs to connect with our Sierra Union friends, mm-hmm. right? And she also needs to know that part of her because that's her being. Yeah. So that's the way I process these things. I may not be the one leading it, but I know that it's beneficial for my kids. Mm-hmm. And so I would get them involved into that community stuff because our kids for whatever reasons, these American children are so siloed in their thoughts. They're singular. They don't think anything outside of what's in Mm -hmm. front of them. If you say, move your foot, they think it's just a... (laughs) And I'm talking about the whole (laughs) limb. Yeah, I know. They think it's just the foot. (laughs) Yeah, so... Yeah, that is is super, super important, especially with the kids. And I think David mentioned that too. Yes. Super important with the kids in knowing... Um, that diverse part of them which will become dormant if we do not make it active if we do not teach them that 
Um, I don't know if I serve justice to my kids, but I try. I tell them stories about myself and um, hopefully, especially after this, they might get involved a little bit more in their community because it's not their fault, it's their mamas. Um, <laughs> help with that. I do I try as much as I can. Amelia has tried. It's, it's, she has tried a lot and she gets me sometimes. Um, but one, uh, one, um, we're rounding up. But one thing, um, I you mentioned that I wanted, um, I, uh, to point out to our listeners, um, I call it micro-serving. Um, I don't know yes. if that's a word or a term or anything, but micro-community engagements. And I think yes. most times we think about the big organizations that we can give to, we can serve, um, volunteer in a group or stuff like that. Right. But you have brought out over and over ways that you micro serve in your community micro I mean you bring it to the smallest level as right. calling the grammar next door and saying right. what do you need from the store right. um, formally so, and informally as you yeah, said formally mm -hmm. and informally as you say mm -hmm. and that is what I would like to bring to our listeners as we talk about this connections this community and David yes. um, brought it up and and listeners you have to go listen to the whole season yeah he was fantastic Fantastic. It, it was. You gotta know people. Yes, yeah. you gotta know people because sometimes the thing that you really need to do or want to do, you need those connections to move the dial a little bit because yes. you know the nurse that is gonna help you build, give you the information you need to build that big clinic that God put in your head to build. Right. Amelia can connect me to that person that knows what my parents need for them to have that um, insurance or life insurance or whatever they need to get going. Yes. And that is what I want to bring out to our listeners that you don't have to do it big as right. everybody else is doing it. If you can serve one person in your community, please do that. If all you can do today is serve that child that is just having a hard time at school and just say, I see you, I mm -hmm. know you, I hear you, please do it. Right. And um, one thing you mentioned, I think I mentioned it in one of our podcasts earlier is you told your kids and um, you said, you know, that person that is sitting at the table that doesn't have a friend, you go yes. talk to that person. Yes. You go say hi because you might be the only person that person mm -hmm. talked to. Yes. Mm -hmm. And my daughter just started a new school mm -hmm. and she was having such a hard time because nobody would talk to her. Right. Nobody would sit at her table at lunch and nobody once like she was new. Nobody yeah. knew her. And she right. is not that person that will just go in your face. She right. is not that. Her personality is not that. Right. But your daughter. Yeah. Like you saying that to your daughter right. gives me hope that somebody will come to her table right. and make her feel better. And that is exactly what happened. Even right. me. So I was talking to her and encouraged her, like you have right. to go, you have to talk to somebody, find somebody else that is on another table that is right. by herself and go say hi. Right. She was able to do that because of that advice that you yes. gave to your daughter. So yes. that is why we do what we do here on the Sisters Let's Talk podcast. Is right. We might not have all the answers to what's going on with you. 
Right. But Amelia is passing on her wisdom that you might already have it, but you can pass it on to somebody. Yes. That's why we say share, share it. Let, share. let it out. Talk mm-hmm. to the next person That's that it. is there and let us make life the way it is supposed to be. Right. It's not even a question, but I, I have learned so much from you even in this. <laughs> How will you encourage others to serve? How will you say, I, I know I got mine, like just do it. How will you encourage others to serve? And why is it important anyway? If you're talking to that person that after all you've said, still don't find any reason to do anything. <laughs> well, so my, as far as encouraging people, it's something that you have to want to do because what I've also found, and I was listening to David's podcast, but because it's the most recent one, mm-hmm. if you know, you cannot do it wholeheartedly, yeah, don't good. do it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it because it tends to be frustrating for some of us that are in the field, if I were to call it that, mm-hmm. because now we have to take this extra energy to mm-hmm. work with you, mm-hmm. wherein I'll rather work with the three efficient people yeah. than 12 people that are just dead weights, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what we don't want is those can be very frustrating and limits our ability to do the work. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you come into a room mm-hmm. and the encouraging of serving is can be as simple as you go into someone's house mm-hmm. and they have dirty dishes in their sink. Mm. Do you really want someone to ask you to do their dishes for them? How much does it take from you to wash those dishes? Mm. It takes nothing. Yeah absolutely nothing. That's how little your service can be. And Mm. that again, you're not expecting the person to come back and do that good for you. Mm. You're making someone's life better. Mm. One step at a time, one little act at a time. Mm -hmm. So encouraging you to do something, Mm. you have to want to do it because you can. Yeah. And for you to say, maybe you don't recognize those opportunities. I just gave you an example as mm-hmm. you go to someone and helping them with their dishes. You mm-hmm. know that that relative that just came from the hospital mm-hmm. for surgery, X, Y, Z. I don't cook, but I can go to a store and order something for them mm-hmm. um, and just deliver it. Yeah, yeah I do that too. We oh, all yeah. have something to give. I think we like we all that. have we there's all something, have something there give. there's an opportunity for mentoring so mm-hmm. um my girls have this lovely young lady again it's part of me being connecting with people i met michelle um when i started going to bethel fantastic mm-hmm. lady so she became a big sister to denise so you can be that mentor we don't have to necessarily have our kids be part of big brother big sister because mm-hmm. there's also that additional niche of of being immigrants in yeah. America, in Canada, whatever yeah. foreign country you find yourself, mm-hmm. just find an opportunity to help. And yeah. when you're helping, do not wait for the acknowledgement, for the yeah. accolades, for the plaques, for the big recognition. Mm. You never know what that impact is to that person. Mm -hmm. And you find yourself learning more 
when you serve than you thinking you're giving. Mm. At least I find that um, more. I learn more, way more. Oh, yeah. I get way more out of serving mm-hmm. yeah. than, than me giving myself, that right? Um, and so that's the thing. If you have it in you, Give if it. you have it in you, do it. Yeah. And a lot of times people also then serve because they have a prayer request. <laughs> and once that request has been answered, they disappear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I say for me, I don't do Osusu with God. I don't. Yeah. Um, no. Where I'm put in just so I can receive. Can no. Get out. Most of my prayers are never because I want something. Mm-hmm. Um, they're mostly how can I do more? Right. I'm looking at doing X. Let me get into the path of people that will help me facilitate that. Mm-hmm. Um, God already, again, I'm not, I'm not very spiritual. I always say the reason why well, I say that is because I don't speak it. Well, in what, the, what, what, is in the, what is spiritual? Though? Well, the reason why I say that is because I don't, I, I don't do it in a traditional sense in a mm-hmm. way that um, most of the time, like when I, when I interact with people, you don't hear me quote scriptures. You don't hear me saying, oh, God be with you. God, you know, and just God leave it at you, that. Sister. Right. I, to me. Even if I say that, I don't leave it at that. I don't. I, I, I have to be able to do it in a more tangible way. When you don't see someone at church for a while and you have that person's number, just because there is a pastor or hospitality ministry, does that mean those are the only people that can reach out to that person? Preach it, sister. Preach it. Preach it. <laughs> Again, it's Christ in you. Christ yeah, right. is in you. So yeah. whatever right. experience, so they experience God in you. Yeah. That is it. That is mm-hmm. it. So sometimes that's that, that's the way I look at it, right? Just because someone is delegated to do that job does not mean you leave everything, everything to them, to right? Yeah. Like I tell people, I don't tithe. Oops. I don't tithe in the traditional sense because... Mm. I give myself, I give to people. I was overwhelmed by the blessings that I got when my mom died. And I sat and and was thinking, where did all of this come? And then my crazy head went, girl, you are everywhere for everyone. They're just bringing it back. And Mm. so I could have chosen to keep all of that to myself, but I didn't. I had to give it back. Now I give back in the form of, okay, we're talking community because I don't like my left and right hand to be talking to each other. They don't know <laughs> what they're doing, but I, 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 I pay, I pay tuition for people. I send, um, you know, do things for like the aunties and grandmas, especially like the lady that was the caregiver for my mom when she was ill. Um, I don't have to, right? I don't. But I do because I can, right? I do serve. I do give. My generosity is to a fault. And I'm grateful that I'm in that position to give. 
and 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 be intentional right mm -hmm. i don't have to wait till the person dies to give for the funeral expenses <laughs> i don't have to wait till the person is is sick and dying to help yeah. them out mm -hmm. now some people like doing that and that's okay there's a need for everything for mm -hmm. everyone but again that's my advice as far as how to encourage people to serve the key word here is serving and yeah. giving yourself you don't have to give yourself to the point where you're exhausted yeah. and you start resenting what you do mm -hmm. don't do that yeah. serve because you can mm -hmm. not because you want to for the recognitions or the accolades just do it because you can the god you serve will reward you in places that you will never expect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, the last five jobs that I've had, Damn and girl, girl. Mm. <laughs> I'm a straight up hustler when it comes to that, but they come from my network, right? Yeah. People call me and say, hey, there's this position, mm. right? And that's because when you sit, you've, touched people's lives mm -hmm. god blesses you indirectly through yeah. other people because mm -hmm. they see it yeah now that doesn't mean i don't make mistakes like you mm -hmm. said lucia i i get moats right <laughs> I, that's okay <laughs> i have the liberians so call it okay. dry face right and it's perfectly okay yeah. but i think um it's one of those things that is the quality in a way that it's a double-edged sword and i've been trying to find a way to make it universal in a way that it's not as sharp because oh, not no, everyone no. paul no no paul, no paul didn't have to apologize for who he was yeah and he was hung upside down wasn't he you yes, might be but too but, it, <laughs> I'm just kidding. but at the end of the day he ran his race yeah i know no i know i'm just kidding right but that's what i'm saying like that's who i am i can never change that but i think yeah. being intentional right yeah. doing it in a loving way is what i'm saying i'm not saying i'm going to change it but being intentional and doing it in a loving way is yeah. what it is and so yeah. serve because you can you yeah. don't have to do it in a formal setting you come across people of various works of light even your job mm -hmm. you know there's somebody there that's just unique mm -hmm. special yes yeah and i have a friend at work that i was looking at her the other day i'm like girl i don't even know how we became friends this white white girl from rural minnesota <laughs> i mean she's as white as they come she probably had never had this close interaction with a black woman <laughs> let alone an african but i do consider her a best friend today yeah right and that's because i opened myself to her mm -hmm. and she is not necessarily a christian mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean i cannot interact with her exactly, yeah. exactly. so that's what i'm saying the service is come it comes in a various array of opportunities just mm -hmm. give because you yeah. can yeah. yourself your your talent we all have our talents that god has given us we all have a talents that we have acquired along the way whatever it is whatever it is just do it because you can just do it in a way of appreciating god for what 
God has done in your life. In your life. Definitely. As a form of gratitude, I sometimes just get so overwhelmed by it. Because when I think of my past, I cannot help but be grateful. Mm-hmm. And one way of showing that gratitude is serving. Mm-hmm. That's it. Let me stop. So um, you're talking about, you said serve because you can. I have a question. And I think because um, we try to uh, reach out to various works of life, cultures, etc. But again, who we are, our culture is the African culture. This is who we are. Yes. So we have, um, there's certain times we have roadblocks. So I'm going to personalize it. Mm -hmm. I, people know me as doing a lot of volunteer work, but that volunteer work has always been maybe as a reason of where I've lived, the places mm-hmm. I've lived in. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I was the only black person, <laughs> let alone the African, right? Yeah, the African. So whatever volunteer work I did was outside of my community. Mm-hmm. Now, by a manner of a lot of things and one of them includes because uh, I got married and I moved from all these places that I used to go to I am in a place where the, my people are around or my mm-hmm. kind etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. and it's not to say you shouldn't be doing work outside of your community but mm-hmm. you always want to also help your own right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the roadblock I hit I've overcome it to us to an extent the roadblock I hit was I would go to the end I briefly talked about this with David is when we will go it's like some people are there for different reasons and we're there to work and some Mm -hmm. people don't want to work and this happens in every community period Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you know our people sometimes can be a little bit more and Mm -hmm. it, it it puts me off i want to do it let's get it done we are here for a cause we are supposed to be working together Mm -hmm. and sometimes this puts you off and i know a lot of people always have this excuse because they put me off and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. but i think i've overcome it to a degree because at the end of the day if you want to serve you serve Correct. Right. It doesn't, it shouldn't matter, but mm-hmm. what would you, because you're involved in so many things. Mm-hmm. First of all, I think if you and David come together, the whole world will change. World peace. Everything is perfect. Exactly. Yes. If you can talk to a specific group of people now so mm-hmm. our people mm-hmm. and how would you encourage them to get more involved if maybe they already are but let so that that doesn't you know it's not a yeah. roadblock yeah My so <laughs> it's a tough one with our people because i have been a part of um there's sarasota which is um an, an organization here i joined it it was actually the very first sierra leonean organization i was a part of and i left because of um you know i i i didn't know how to work in that environment for lack of a better term 
Um, and then there was SLU, Sierra Leone Union, which is similar, and now SLCM, which is the umbrella organization for Sierra Leone community in Minnesota. So I'm not part of the smaller group because one, I cannot do the tribal thing and I cannot do the smaller thing because there's a big umbrella. So um, when, I'll give you an example, because when my mom died, I went to a meeting for Tegluma, the, Sierra Le the Mende group, right? And part of it was also for me to thank them because they stepped up for the funeral and also to say, okay, maybe there's an opportunity here because remember I mentioned One Village Partners does work in Sierra Leone and it's along the Mende side of the country because I'm looking for an opportunity again to collaborate because mm -hmm. they speak the language, it'll be much easier to partner mm -hmm. with them. Um, yeah, their meeting is different. <laughs> different the no, way they no, well because one i'm part of ovp when they say five o'clock meeting ah, five o'clock we're in it seven o'clock or six thirty we're done and we've accomplished stuff so we're used to or i'm used to dealing in that environment in the Leonean community in minnesota one there's also some you know and so sometimes there are some of us that do go in and we want an agenda and we want to make sure we hit those bullet points and then we can socialize others will rather socialize 90 percent, 95 percent of the time and get worked on five percent of the time so part of that is and what i would encourage people that are part of those organizations or part of those groups is to understand that if you are in it for service i know we'd like to socialize a lot but let's one be on time so we can be cognizant of other people's time and respect people's time. Because in these parts of the world, time is money. Mm -hmm. And so if I have taken my time to go to a meeting or to make myself available for a particular task, let's at least socialize less, get the work done, and then we can leave the remainder of the time for socializing later. So one thing is really coaching ourselves, whoever we have as leaders, to make sure that we are being managed accordingly so we can get the task done. You got to set examples. Exactly. So then the other reason why I mentioned that I'm doing smaller projects is because of the frustration in getting things done on a bigger scale. So because I hit roadblocks in those bigger extent and to not lose my love for serving, mm -hmm. I then go to the smaller scale because then I still get my work done mm -hmm. and still feel like I'm impacting, but in a different scale. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the things. And then for a suggestion as far as that is maybe you just email or make a phone call at a different time with your bullet points and move on because it can be challenging because not all of us are able or have had experience in working in a in a um in a structured environment we're used to that very informal setting that can be frustrating for some of us and yeah. so in that regard, the, the advice that I have is then limit those meetings so you don't frustrate yourself out of your love for giving. And then 
um, do more of projects, special projects, special tasks. So when they say, oh, we need X, Y, Z to be done, you know you can do it individually, or you can, you know the five good people you can call to help you execute mm -hmm. it, then mm -hmm. you do that because then you limit that noise is what I call it. Then yeah. you limit that. But I also still engage in those because for whatever reason, we still need you those still people. Need, exactly. Yeah. So still we need still them. need them. So you, you can limit, but so you don't exhaust your your enthusiasm is mm -hmm. um, if I could call it that. Yeah. yeah. So that's the that's, advice. That's Go project-based limit those so maybe if it's every week you do once a month um and you share your thoughts and ideas to the parties that can actually execute it and i also say if you're gonna bring up a suggestion be ready to run it don't yes. bring a suggestion and then you expect someone else to to run with the idea no that's not how it works yeah. if you have this fantastic idea the best person to execute it is yourself because you know what those visions are and you yeah. know how to get it done correctly and we all know that one person that can get stuff done mm -hmm. let's reach out to those people and you can get it done sometimes some of us will rather wait till we're tapped on the shoulder and when someone asks you to help they already know the value that you bring say yes and help wholeheartedly even though I was asked to be on a podcast a long time ago and I kept saying no, no we're not going but to the time, the time is, the time is right. It is right. So I like to embarrass our guests sometimes, you know. So I just want to bring up a story real quick. Uh it, I just it basically it just says Amelia uh was walks talks walks the talk or talks the walk. What is it? Walks the talk. <laughs> Walks the talk. Yes. yes. So when she's saying approach people, you got to approach people. I, re I I can even see what I was wearing. <laughs> I was, we were both at a wedding and we were, um, we were actually trying to get stuff done. We were trying to um, decorate and everything. And I think by that time, half the people who were supposed to be there didn't show up and we were so <laughs> So I don't even think she remembers. We were so exhausted. And I remember, I think I had a, a slight headache. So I was just lying down on one of the, the chairs. We were waiting for others to come with the rest of the things for us to decorate. And there was some person we didn't know, but but was in the, in the room, the hall. Hmm. And Amelia just started up a conversation. So I'm I'm sleep I'm in and out. The, I'm in and out. I I'm sleeping, but I regularly hear it. I'm like, why is this woman? This woman. Because <laughs> we were all tired. She's like, she's sleeping, but she stroke up a conversation and. Because it was just the three of us in the room, and uh, they thought I was sleep. I was, but I was in and out. And at the end of the day, this lady kind of opened up to her, and they were talking about things. I was like, oh my! God. But in that moment, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to see. But this is Amelia. She was, and about the washing the plates. I didn't talk to you. <laughs> When um, I can vaguely remember um, 
when there will be gatherings mm. before you know it the sink she's at the sink mm. washing the dishes and honestly <laughs> at the end of the day some of us will have a sigh of relief like oh yeah half of the work is done already <laughs> but at the end of the day because the person who has hosted yeah it's 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 a help it's a lot of work it's a lot of work mm-hmm. sometimes people just come and then they leave and mm-hmm. then you have to do all the work mm-hmm. and by that time all the fun you had is gone yeah, yeah. But it's just those little little things exactly it makes a difference definitely so she does walk the talk <laughs> i know and like yeah. she said earlier that authentic self that she brings to the table is what we want to encourage you listeners be that authentic self that you are hmm. and when you walk down the street somebody can recognize you as hmm. who you are and you can recognize yourself hmm. as that person that walks the talk yes and again some of us are not gonna get it right the time. <laughs> we're not gonna be Amelia she is no. if you no. with Amelia you'll no. get it right you will get it right <laughs> you'll be exhausted so <laughs> whatever no, my I, I don't have that energy I, <laughs> no <laughs> whatever my nieces come over for a weekend or sleepover by the time I'm done with them you know <laughs> They are exhausted and burnt out. And my no. daughters will be looking at them. Yeah, like, yeah, this is normal for us. What are I you talking relate. about? I can't relate, though. I like that. I can't relate. Yep. I can actually relate. I know. She tried. She tried with me. But, um, yeah. Um, but we want to thank you so much for, oh, thank you for having the me. lounge. It has been a pleasure. And thank you. If you want to be um a server just think about the story um think about jesus that is who he was he dealt with everyone high Mm -hmm. low class and he never distinguished when how where he just did what he needed to do and that what made him the person that we can look up to right now because that's what he came to show us that is what the kingdom of god is like and yes. as Christians, we are part of that kingdom. Even if you don't know Christ, the principles still apply. It still mm-hmm. applies. Yes. That is who God made each and every one of us to be. Yes. So we hope that as Christians, we can be that Jesus to everyone that we meet. So they know that mm-hmm. we have something extra because mm-hmm. we know Christ and we know him. Yes. But today, do what you can and do it and we know Amelia is going to be coming to joining us with a first year celebration yes it's coming up we, we, we're gonna start hinting it sisters let's talk loud it's going to be one is locked in so. is locked in <laughs> so we hope that we can get some more friends all the friends that we have um had on the lounge to just to just hang out so yes. thank you so much, Amelia. And we pray blessings on your week and on your family and keep doing what you're doing. We are clapping really loud for you. As you tune into the podcast today and listen to Amelia define how she serves and she suggests ways that you can serve also, I pray you write down what brings you joy, a 
can keep you going. Then launch forward into the new year with gratitude and vision. And make this year the best year ever. we've had so much fun on this episode and we hope you did too we had an extended introduction of Umbilia as a guest on the show and we hope you enjoy it too join us next week for a new episode thank you and don't forget to hit us on social media share this episode and let us make 2022 the best year ever. This is for me. I'm trying to introduce Amelia. <laughs> trying to introduce Amelia. Um, you say Amelia, when I came to the United States of America, she was my first babysitter. So she, well, I'll say babysitter because I used to live in my aunt's house and she had an apartment on her own. So every evening after her work, she would go pick me up from my aunt's house and I'll go bunk at her bed on the <laughs> other side of her bed after we finished washing passion because she recorded passion oh yes so- yes she used to record it passion every day so oh, we yes. had to watch passion of course that's a soap sleep. yes and then in the morning she would drop me off where I did. so yes she was my first babysitter <laughs> and for me to get my first job no yeah she told me to introduce her i've been trying to keep it on the download but no so as um she was the first thing that introduced i didn't even know what target was but she was the person at Target and I got my first job at Target. Yes! And you never gave me that first paycheck money. I don't think you did. No, I'm still waiting. I was a JC. You need that first check. check. But um, Amelia has um, been a go-to person i don't even know if i have to introduce her and just talk about this lady it will as i told you she has i think she has been on every episode y'all just don't know it that she was the person that i talk about i know she hears it sometimes (laughs) i'm like look at this person um but she tells this as it is and apart from the fact that she's god mom to my daughter um she is a friend um favorite god mom i don't know <laughs> but um, i'm just world. kidding <laughs> i know like straight up but she i have learned so much from her and she's the one person i can talk to about anything and everything and know that um what i say is left with her and she will give me the best advice that she knows um, even though yes. she said she doesn't know the scripture, did you all hear everything no, she, she just said? I know the scripture, um, I just don't quote um, them. Um, um, I'm still introducing person. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, when she says she serves, she serves and she shows yes. up for everyone um, at every time. And when I think of somebody that teaches me physically or tangibly 
what the scripture is, she is an example of Aww. that person. And I have told her so many, there's so many things I admire in her. I still days. have your love letter to me, you know. Whatever. It um, was a love letter. I get it. <laughs> whatever I don't well, this, is, this, is, this is why she's, she, she didn't want to do the introduction exactly you know see why but no, she, she taught me how to tell people what you need to tell them and don't wait until the end like she mentioned yeah, man. Rose. like just, just tell people who they mm. are to you when mm. you can and mm. I have held closely to that even my kids mm-hmm. Yes, she has been the person that like you know, there's some people that tell you stuff and the only time you can do it is when you see them, the, the, the result of them doing it and you see the result of it. I don't know if I'm saying it right. I they get it. Do it and you, you see the result of it and you mm-hmm. know if I, why, why not? Why not do that? Mm-hmm. Um, the way I've seen you with your girls and just listen to you talk to them and their interaction with me. Mm helps me parent better uh, because I see that example and it is easier to to put it into practice and Mm -hmm. it has been my prayer that you keep doing what you do and don't let anything or anyone Mm -hmm. change that person that you are and I I have learned so much from you that I put into my everyday life. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here. See, that's why I called it a love letter. Uh, uh, I got you to say it. Eh, eh. I love you too. (laughs) I love you too. Whatever. See, this is why it should be on video. Because then you'll see me shaking and shaking. (laughs) And shaking and shaking. Just appreciating. This might be just a special episode. Whatever. Right. But I appreciate. No, but in a a very serious note. Right. And I think we've talked about it. And I think the community service, it's involves my whole being it involves me as a wife as a mother as a sister as a friend so I have this philosophy of saying I may not be your best friend but I want to treat you like one when I interact with you there's a difference I don't have to be your best friend to treat you like a best friend like she is not my best friend so y'all know whatever (laughs) exactly But that's the thing. So your interaction <laughs> with people is, is yeah. it has to be that of an impact. And that yeah. all involves around the community service is the service, serving others. Um, and once we focus on that, it's, it, it's rewarding for me. Um, it definitely is. And I like to share. Yep. That's all. But I do thank you for your love letter for me, Lucia. <laughs> You, you know I'm going to mess with you for a long, t- long, long time on this one. So, but Lucia, yeah. I'm sending you hugs from Minnesota. I love you I and thank it. you for the opportunity. And I hope, like I said earlier, my hope for you guys is that you become one of the biggest podcasts that is out there yeah. that gets the viewers so people can hear um, hear you and get something different
different out of what our community people are putting out there. Um, and so um, I hope I can serve as much as I can with this um, and help. And like I said, continue to provide that behind the scenes support. I will be batoing you far, far away. I will be clapping. <laughs> Bato is what? Oh Lord, what's the English word for bato? It's cheering, supporting, cheering you. Cheering um, you. I yeah. will be cheering you on and I will bring you possible. Ah, yes, I've got it. Oh yes, coffee, <laughs> coffee does that. Sometimes the anxiety medication does extra on there too, but yes. But I do wanna thank you for the opportunity. And um, I think, this is a two-hour thing, so you'll have to pay me for that. This is true. Oh, we definitely do have to pay. I'm very for expensive. That. <laughs> yeah, we can tell. Thank you, ladies. Yeah, but thank yeah. you very thank much. Thank you so much. Have a blowing kisses, blowing kisses, blow, blow, blow. Thank blow, you blow. so much. Have a very, very well productive rest of the day. I think I'm not going anywhere today. Can you believe that? You're not going anywhere today. I won't stop for me. I talk and talk. Uh, no, she can talk forever. That's mm. right. Bye. But thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs>